welcome to Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests, and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is Megan! Megan! Um, we are going to be talking about, I think, premier Marvel character that was also written by R.L. Stein. Yes, and, and no one no one likes that. <laughs> no one. It, I mean, I have been on record on another podcast. R.L. Stein could just like shove his entire head up his own ass because he is so lazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, that's a really strong take on R.L. Stein. Oh, I've been burnt so many times. I used I, to do a Choose Your Own Adventure book podcast. We oh. did the Choose Your... Uh, the give yourself goosebumps. Rita beware, you choose the scare. <laughs> and he would pull the laziest stuff. And then he would promote his own books and his book shamelessly. That's... <laughs> mm, mm, that makes me mad. I can, <laughs> so, I can tell. I can feel the rage. I have, I have so many strong feelings about things that do not need strong feelings about. Like... <laughs> Like, big picture stuff, like, I'm just like, uh, it'll fix itself. But, like, R.L. Stein gets my gets my cockles raised. Don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, but we were talking about Man-Thing. <laughs> I'm gonna do that, like, at least 12 well, times yeah, over the it's course just, of this. Because, like, okay, so, let me tell you, you something, the though. human-sized Man-Thing. Alright, I'm done. Actually, no. No, I'm actually thinking of something else. No. Swamp Thing was after Man Thing. Just making stuff up willy-nilly. By, by more than a year. So Swamp Thing was a thing afterwards, so... Suck it, DC. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just a liar. Yeah, I'm just a liar. No, it was another thing I was thinking of that was released within a month of each other. <sighs> what was I thinking of? It, no, it was Thanos and Darkseid. Oh, okay, you know that's what? That's what I was thinking of. Oh my god, yeah, no, that's... That's oh, and that was actually just things. straight up. That was actually just straight up. Like we know Jack Kirby thing. Let's just release a Jack <laughs> Kirby thing. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's he's a very predictable man. <laughs> so, poor poor Jack Kirby. <laughs> uh, I I have some controversial feelings about Jack Kirby. So I feel the most sympathy for him as opposed to other ones as opposed to other co comicsmen. I feel sympathy, but also he gets bored and you can tell exactly what place in the book he gets bored. <laughs> That's fair. That's like exactly like to, to the panel. <laughs> like you can be like, here's where he's bored. The rest is half-assed. <laughs> here's where Jack Kirby stopped caring. <laughs> he, drew he drew enough dudes with the same body and a robot head. He's done. <laughs> so, uh, but before I get pitchforked and caught on fire and tar and feathered, let's talk about Man Thing. Man what's, Thing. What's Man Thing's all? <laughs> what's Man Thing's deal about? Besides being named something that made me Google a lot when I was a child. Let's get all up in that Man Thing. What? What? What's his deal about? What do you think? What do you think? What do you know? What do you do? Honestly, not much beyond. Uh, He's mon he's monstrous blobish gentleman. His name's Man Thing. I laugh. There's R.L. Stein comic. It, it uh, I think I read half of it. It was just like this is this is not good. Um, it's written by R.L. Stein. What do you expect? 
I've read Arl Stein book since I was like eight years old. They gave me this they gave me the spooks as a as a child. I saw the Goosebumps movie not too long ago because I heard that it was that was free. actually fun. I it heard is, that that was, was actually a pretty fun movie. It was honestly, yeah, it was a fun, very cute. Um, it was a, I believe they would call it like a romp. Um, yeah. No, it was, it was good. Uh, but yeah, no, so I, I was just like, <laughs> man thing. Goosebumps guy. Yep. Mm. So, um, <laughs> man thing, it's a swamp person who has swamp, like- Swampsman. Like, he looks like a man- Covered in swamp stuff, and he. Ha- but here's the thing I like about him: big, big red eyes, tentacly uh-huh. kind of mouth, like three of them. Yeah, yeah, he's got the Cthulhu face. He got the Cthulhu face. That's exactly. Some, he also has a thing some. where if you fear him, he catches on fire just by being around you. <laughs> so I mean, that's a thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> little bit of a fire hazard. <laughs> eh, just a little bit. His real name is Doctor Ted. Salus. Not like d- d- Dr. Manuel Thing. <laughs> Wait, what's what's a thing in Spanish? I don't I know don't, Spanish. I don't well. know. Thing in Spanish. Cosa. Okay, so his name is Dr. Manuel <laughs> Cosa. Okay. Okay. Uh, his occupation is former scientist, current guardian of the nexus of realities. Bit bit of a career switch. I like mean, he gets, I mean, he gets up to some weird stuff. Let's just say that. So, and I, next- I don't, I, I don't imagine that uh, man thing is off just having an ordinary day. His his uh, existence is known by publicly known, but widely disbelieved. Like the Bigfoot. He's his own cryptid. Well, I mean, to be fair, like he's he's proven, and oh, yeah, that's true. You like if you go to the for- Florida's Everglades to to the nexus of reality, <laughs> you can be like, "Wow, look at that thing!" And then you're like, "Oh no, he's scary! I don't know about fire." Mm, see, I don't know about that because because that's that's where I live. I live in the the Florida swamps at the nexus of reality, and I ain't never seen no no man thing. Well. No, that's not true. I just haven't seen that specific man thing. Well, yeah, seen a lot of other unfortunate man things. Yeah, I mean they're just all, just all all out there, just just being just being seen, apparently. Oh yeah. Hey, it's, yeah. all the snowbirds are down here, dude. He's presumed dead because he was he was Doctor Ted, and everyone thinks he's dead. <laughs> ah. Okay. Um, his birthplace was Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah, he was married to Ellen, his wife, and his base of operations is a swamps that surround the nexus of reality near Citrus Citrusville, Florida. His first appearance was in Savage Tales in May 1971. That's that's a creature for the 70s if ever there was one. And if you want to know what the other people, I mean, what other uh, stories were in this anthology book. The Savage Tales. The Frost Giant. Frost Giant. The Frost Giant's The Frost Giant's Daughters. The Frost Giant's Daughters. Yeah, it featured, uh, and that story featured Conan the Chimerian, uh, which was a... a a barber, not barber, sorry, a barber. 
barber. Conan the barber. <laughs> Conan the barber. He was a barbarian warrior frozen in the uh, frozen in a frozen land facing humans and superhuman foes. Fury of the Femazons. Oh. The story set in the 23rd century where the oh. where the world is ruled by savage women. Mm. You know, the future that the liberals want. <laughs> Man Thing, a story about a U.S. government research scientist who was transformed by a powerful swamp creature, transformed into a powerful swamp creature. Black Brother, set in the fictional Africa country of Potonaga. Oh, boy. And and the Black Brother apparently fights against the nation's corrupt federal government. And the Night of the Looter, it's, it's a revival of Khazar. The 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 Marvel version of Tarzan, who totally was not based off of. So, uh, there's only three things that are very problematic there. I was gonna say, so <laughs> Man Thing might be like the least problematic thing in this entire uh, collection. Oh, actually, the Femizons re- did create uh, Thun- uh, Thundara, which I like a lot. Oh, I don't know. I don't know that one. Well, I mean, apparently you don't know your obscure 70s, 70s Stanley uh, uh, Jack Kirby comics. Like, no. You know, I, just, I, I'm quite yeah. happy to say I don't. Yeah, she really liked the thing for a while. And she's just like, mm, you're nice and strong. You want to make babies? Yeah, you're a big, like, strong Rockman. Mm, mm, Rockmans. <laughs> um, that's what I'm about. Okay. <clears throat> Ta- Ted Salas... He first came to prominence in the government circles as the chief chemist working on Project Sofer, a uh, U.S. Army's research program aimed at developing a means to survive a biochemical warfare. He developed the serum SO2, which would have had, which would succeed in immunizing human beings to all the toxic biochemicals, all of them, all of them, every single one, every single one. When he was uh, developing that chemical that yes. would the protect all chemical. human beings from <laughs> all bio- toxic biochemical uh, biochemicals, uh, but the they had some mutagenic side effects that would transform people into monsters. It was never just pu- it was never put into production. I wonder why. Whoops! <laughs> Whoops! I made a thing that made people immune to stuff, but also monsters. Oops! All mutants. Uh, after that, Project Sofer was shut down, and he was reassigned to Project Gladiator, the research uh, program under the auspices of Shield, which was de- uh, which was aimed at recreating the lost super su- super soldier serum that spawned Captain America during World War II, aka Super Steroids. Working separately from his colleagues, who included Miss Wilma Calvin uh, and Barbara Morris later known as Mockingbird or Mockingbird. You know, you know, know, once she like gains a bunch of pounds and becomes completely spherical, she's Dr. (laughs) She's a Mockingbird. Salus evidently created, uh, attempted to use a modified version of his SO2 formula as the basis for the new super soldier serum. He was close to success whenever he was betrayed. Uh, into the hands of the subversive advanced idea mechanics by his wife Ellen. 
Ellen, how could you? How could you, Ellen? How could you take me to aim for my super, for my <laughs> monster producing chemical? <laughs> A thing that they would totally be cool with. <laughs> Perhaps suspecting uh, the portrayal, Salus uh, had earlier destroyed his notes to guarantee the secret would never fall into Aim's hands. So he didn't he trust his himself. wife anyway. Yeah, he then he ejected himself with his own modified super soldier serum and fled to the nearby swamp. You never do that. You never inject with your your own. You never inject yourself with your own product. You think he ever said, "And thanks for coming to my TED talk." <laughs> he probably has at least once. <laughs> like it's every every time he like talks for more than ten minutes in front of a group of people. It's like, <laughs> and that's been and that's been my TED talk. Thank you for listening. <laughs> it's like, well, <laughs> okay, now, ooh, okay, I'm getting giggly. I'm too tired. Okay. <laughs> Oh, and then he fled to the swamp, and he would have died, but over the course of several hours, mystical forces combined with chemical science transformed him into a monstrous, misshapen creature who would be dubbed the Man-Thing. Which is just really uncreative, you know. What are we gonna do with this Man-Thing? You'd think even he'd want to call himself... Like swamp some... thing, <laughs> which he could have. He, he was could the have... first swamp thing. Yeah, he was in a swamp. He was a thing. Um, you think he get? Ta- he, you think he not want to be called like a thing? Man, man, man. Yeah, he could have been called Swamp Man. <laughs> Ted thing. <laughs> He could have just been called Ted. He could have kept his Ted. name. It's like, my Ted. name is Dr. Ted. Just, like, just because I'm misshapen doesn't mean I'm not Ted. It's true. Like, I mean, it's like, look at that, that misshapen swamp creature. I'm Ted. What's up? So, um, basically, all the substance of his body was, uh, was replaced with plant matter. That's unfortunate. He, although he, although uh, he mimics the form of humanity, he's no longer considered human. Well, then he's not really a man thing, is he? Well, because because here, here's here's my next here's my next question. Here's the center of my TED talk. Does he have a plant dog? Well, I don't see it, but he does have a bush. So. <laughs> Well, I mean, to be fair, though, like, what they do for, like, these, like, naked creatures that are supposed to be, like, dudes or women, they just have, like, a, like, just a really shaggy downstairs area. <laughs> like, you see it on, like, a lot of different character designs. It's true. Yeah, he can no longer be considered human, but the remains of Ted uh, Silas's soul and rudimentary vestiges of his intelligence remain. So he might have a he might have a plant dome. Uh huh. That's what we gotta take away from this. And by the way, Stan Lee did uh, confirm the thing, the orange rock guy. Oh, an orange rock that dong. he's got a rock dong. Yeah. He, it turns out <laughs> that all of them all of them turned rocky. <laughs> to be fair, it would I be would... really horrifying if he had <laughs> like if he was just a rock dude with like a normal a normal wiener. That would be really bad. It, like I would prefer it this way. Let's just say, yeah. The alternative is more horrifying than than anything. I'd really just rather continue thinking of the thing as just like a, a Ken doll 
situation. But he obviously, he obviously begs, so. <laughs> but, like, who- <laughs> you know what? Ow. Okay, okay, Ow. so. <laughs> he, it doesn't seem like he has, like, a, like the full intelligence at all, though. Uh-huh. Like, it, enough for him to be, you know, just, just not a shambling mess, basically. Just slightly above shambling. Yeah, slightly above shambling. Um, since the time of his creation, the Man-Thing has served as a guardian of the Nexus of Realities, an interdimensional focal point which manifests itself in the middle of Man-Thing's swamp. Isn't it like a white man just swapping, swapping, going into a swamp and claiming as his own? This is mine. This is my Nexus of Reality now. What? Ecosystem? Nah, I'm Man-Thing. I do whatever. This is mine. <laughs> Like, I, f- I died here. This is mine now. <laughs> My spot. <laughs> yeah, although he uh, his adventures occasionally drawn him away from the swamp, he's always returned. He's like and Shrek he's- that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's the Shrek of the ne- nexus of reality. <laughs> um, and he's always going to be, like, the guardian uh, of, of the nexus on this plane of existence. Cool for man thing. Yeah. Um, so he's seven foot tall, weighs about 500 pounds. That's, that's big, that's a big thing. That's a much larger than human sized man thing. I I feel a bit misled now. (laughs) Well, he's, uh, he has red eyes and he has no hair except for hair like strands of vegetable matter, which can be seen growing (laughs) over most of his body. Don't body shame the man thing. So you want to know his unusual features? Yes. What what's striking about the man thing when you when you take a knifeful? Well, most unusual feature it's he's a living semi sentient creature patterned after the form of a human being. Hmm. You know, I I I'd kind of clocked into that, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. can see it. He also, he also mimics many of the functions of the human body, but he's composed of vegetables, not plant, not animal, <laughs> animal. <laughs> Um, he has two large red lidless eyes, but no nose or mouth. He also has no ears, but has some form of rudimentary uh, hearing apparatus. Noted uh, located somewhere, what in what passes his for his forehead. His hands and feet are claw-like. He walks slowly and awkwardly. The bacterial colonies which are embedded in his body, um. And which provide him with nutrient processing system gives off a strong rotting smell. That whole sentence was just very bad. Body is composed of pockets of algae, moss, and fibrous uh, weeds held together by a network of animated, tough, starchy roots, which follow the basic uh, structural patterns of human bones and muscle. And the extremities of the roots hang from the front of his... uh, Head to form what people would call a face, basically. So his roots hang from his face. Yeah, under no. his ears. I don't like. I don't like this. I. I, uh, I think. I think we gotta compost. <laughs> compost the man thing, because it sounds like it would be a fairly simple task. I think someone's body shaming, but you know, <laughs> it's whatever. He can lift. He can lift about a about a thousand pounds. Actually, fairly weak compared to. 
most people in the Marvel Universe. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know. (laughs) Actually, that's fairly weak compared to, like, the strong men in our universe. (laughs) You know what? That's a fair point, actually. Yeah. We got got dudes who could beat up the the man thing. I I mean, technically, we could beat up the man thing if we just had, like, a flamethrower or, like, some raid or something. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Because we might not be able to. Okay. So, he's almost invulnerable to harm, which is why we can't. <laughs> Damn it! You got me again, man thing! Uh, because his body's not entirely solid, but made of porous muck, fist of... <laughs> Fist or bullets can neither pass entirely through him or large or lodge harmlessly in his body. Every new descriptor that is used to, to, to just paint a picture of the components of the man thing is just, just it's icky. Mm, I don't. I'm. I mean, I the more I hear, the more I'm just like, I need to pack up to Citrusville. <laughs> Get me a muck boy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, we talked about a good murder boy. Now we're talking about a good plant boy. (laughs) Even if a a significant portion of his mass would be stripped away or pulverized, his body would reorganize and draw new material as needed for form in the surrounding swamp. So, like a swamp catamari. He's uh, he's really sensitive to emotion because he's such a sad boy. Sensitive man thing. Oh, that's dope. That's not a good grouping of words. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not a great grouping of words either. <laughs> so, Come to um, the swamp. Let me show you my sensitive man thing. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's been said at least once. <laughs> Probably more than that's once. Not, that's not a new sentence <laughs> at all. <laughs> um, the man thing is sensitive to motion. Psychic forces react with some unknown matter with the brain of brain cells located in the main thing's body. Mild emotion arouses curiosity and leads the main thing to observe. By the way, whenever I say curiosity or observe, I'm doing air quotes. <laughs> the main um, things become curious. The main thing that's also that's also not a great. This is like the main thing is curious. He saw something he's never seen before, but he doesn't know if he likes it yet or not. He's coming to. He's coming out to observe. There's no dope. It's, this is very diff. It's this very difficult. I I was about to say it's very hard to talk about the man thing, but you know what? That's just as bad. Yep. Um, and you know, mild. He'll have be curious. And lead and and it will lead him to observe events from a distance. Violent emotions such as fear, anger, and hatred causes extreme discomfort. It may provoke him to attack. When the man thing is provided pr- provoked to violence, he secretes a fuming sulfuric <laughs> acid. <laughs> when the man thing is provoked to violence, it secretes an acid. <laughs> <laughs> While in the absence of violent emotion, he produces a soapy mucus that nu- will neutralize the acid. They knew what they were doing. They knew. So, <clears throat> so his weaknesses. Do you want to know what this guy weak? What this main thing's weakness is? Being flaccid. I don't know. <laughs> Lawnmowers. During the first few months of his existence, Man-Thing depended 
totally on the swamp environment to sustain himself, drawing nutrients directly from immersion of swamp water. Later, after undergoing a tremendous chemical shock in the uh, citrus-filled sewage treatment plant, his body adapted to to a more self-contained biological system. That's not a weakness. That's an evolution to him being stronger. Yeah, no, that's not really weakness. That's just character development. Yeah. Although he still has, uh, although he still weakens, he would eventually lap into dormancy if removed from his swamp for an extended amount of time. Okay, that's a weakness. That's like how um, when it actually gets cold down here, the iguanas their their like bodies shut down. Um, oh. Well, they no, but that's the but it's it's like a a temporary thing because when it warms up, they they perk right the hell back up. There's a great story. Um, uh, where I went to college, uh, and there was, like, a, just a crazy, like, for here, cold snap, where it was, like, almost 30 degrees. And when I say iguana, I'm talking, like, cat, cat-sized, cat at least, creatures. And they were falling out of the palm trees because their body temperatures were so low that they'd go into, like, their... They, they, they would lapse into their man-thing state, and they'd just go, whoop! And then, um... Yeah, then they'd uh, wake back up and they'd just be like, what's going on? <laughs> okay, so. Florida's um, weird. That's, that's why we're the nexus of reality, apparently. Yeah. Well, I mean, you just need to go to Citrusville and, you know, catch yourself a man thing. <laughs> Gonna hook me a man thing. <laughs> uh, so, um, now, now he uh, only weakens slowly and will um, recover quickly if exposed to moisture, which again is just evolution of his powers. Yeah. So like now he just has to be moist. <laughs> you give him a light <laughs> spritzing and he's just like it's like, hey, I'm good now. Thank you. Keep, Thank keep you your, for spritzing me. Keep your man thing well watered. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> likes a dehydrated man thing. <laughs> oh man, thing. I'm so also, glad I got the man thing. <laughs> yeah, the man thing also seems to remember emotional patterns, which leads to him recognizing people he met before. Although there is evidently a limit to the number of emotional patterns he can remember, and re- re- periodically uh, lapse into a state of total immobility until his brain cells purges them from excessive remembered data. Huh. It's actually kind of a sad thing. That is. That is kind of a bummer. Yeah. The man the man thing has fifty first date syndrome. Adam Sandler's <laughs> Adam Sandler's gonna have to work real hard if he wants to date the man thing. Yep, he's gonna have to he's gonna have to um subject this person who forgets that why she's pregnant every morning. It's so <laughs> Friggin' screwed up. Oh my god, but that that being said, it's actually an incredibly sweet movie with horrible implications. <laughs> like, yeah, that's the main thing. <laughs> what do you think about him? I think Adam Sandler should try to date him. Um, I think it's literally impossible to have a conversation about the man thing that doesn't sound just terrible. It, it, it doesn't sound like it was just written by two, like, sixth graders. <laughs> well, um, did you know that he's the reason why we have Harold the Duck? No. 
Yeah. He he was the one who uh, took care of Harold the Duck when he got plopped into Florida. Huh. Because he plopped out of uh, the nexus of realities, the reality where everyone's an animal. Right. I did not know that. Yeah, he also had a friend. He also had a friend uh, named Jennifer Kale, who has the most unfortunate uh, costume for a for a fifteen year old girl in, oh, in the book. Oh most no. unfortunate, like it's the most sexualized costume I've seen on a person that wasn't specifically supposed to be. Like this is a, a making fun of sexualized comic book characters. That's that's a bold statement. Also, for a little bit, he was in the Howling Commandos, uh, which was a which was led by a is- LMD version of uh, Dum Dum Dugan, and uh-huh. had a bunch of monsters. Oh, okay, okay. So this was a this was a monster squad Howling Commandos. Yes, say. And he, he would kind of like, stick out. <laughs> he was he was the Hulk of that one. So he's just like Hit Monkey, which Hit Monkey was. I love Hit Monkey. I don't get to talk about him in this series, but I love <laughs> Hit Monkey. <laughs> but uh, Hit Monkey, um, it had Teen a Teen Abomination. He was part of the Legion of Monsters. Um, oh, he's part of the Parliamentary of Trees, apparently as well. Oh, he was in the stake. Huh. It was stake, as in like the stabby stake. Oh, apparently Nick Fury was a werewolf for a little bit. What? Okay, mm, I love this. This That's is great. Good. I love Marvel. I love Marvel. There's so many characters you don't think were uh, were werewolves, but totally were. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good. That's a good sentence. Okay, so it was Dum Dum Dugan, Hit Monkey, Man Thing, Orgo, Teen Abomination, Glyph, uh, Manphibian, oh. and Vampire by Night. That's a that's a hell of a name. Yeah, Orgo is basically just a. Uh, just a big old monster with a big old face. It's just like, mm, I'm a big monster. But I'm also kind of cute. <laughs> <laughs> he was supposed to, like, conquer humanity and become, like, a god. But, ah. but like, then uh, Ulysses Bloodstone came around. It's just like, blam, blam. You're not a god. Get out of here. <laughs> go on, go on, get. Man- and Manphibian is essentially... Just a lex- less sexy, ver- less sexy version of the river god from uh, from Shape of Water. <laughs> uh. And Vampire by Night is just a very sexy vampire werewolf. Intriguing. That's such a ugh. That's such a friggin' pretentious hipster ass name. Vampire by Night. Well, to be fair, there was a uh, werewolf by night person named Jack Russell. <laughs> Jack eventually Russell. went by werewolf but you know werewolf by and he was in the howling commandos as well werewolf by night jack russell he turns into you know dumb names oh don't you don't you talk about don't you talk about my good good dog boy like that <laughs> okay so we are done talking about man thing we said all there is to be said about the man we said, thing. We said everything to say except for the fact that he was on a team with Howard the Duck, Reed, uh, Reed Richards' son, Franklin uh, Franklin Richards, and um, an alien lady going through the dimensions. Um, saving man, man Thing's had some sick team ups. He has. He has. I love Man Thing. 
I say that I say that as a bi person and a person who likes Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> here you go. It's a double. Two birds, one stone. Two, two birds, one man thing. <laughs> yep, two birds, one man thing. So, um, yeah, which is also a very specific thing that would be hard to get going. Uh, this is my podcast. Uh, own a lit class. The the podcast that ruins required reading by uh, making you take another look at classic literature, uh, like the plays of William Shakespeare, and teaching you all the things you didn't know about them. Like that, most of them are about like dongs and doing it and murder, and sometimes like all three of those at the same time. And I mean, to, to be fair, that's that's just hu- that's just the human race. It's the murder liter- and literature, doing it. Literature is the human condition, which you can and learn about by, by listening to us at yeah. odolitclass.com on British I mean, Brothers I could do the SparkNotes version of it. Just people people be do- doinking. That's just like, it's just, <laughs> like, it's just a thing. Like, you get I'm- a couple people in a room, and they're just like, we should doink after a little bit. And then and then they do, and then they make more people, and then they, they're like, hey, I want to doink also. I, too, would wish to doink. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um yeah uh if you'd like to if you'd like to um talk about the human condition as in people who see weird things and then talk about them you can listen to my podcast creepy critters where i talk about cryptids and sometimes i talk about how uh, like a 17 year old totally just ran into a tree and didn't want <laughs> told his mom a weird thing and then it became a favorite of, like a like a tourist destination for a long time people are weird yeah people are weird uh so creepy critters you should you should listen to that and um if you'd like to see my little cryptid my little cat with four thumbs and um two eyes and it's so stinking cute you can go to my uh my my instagram at marvelous mooch and uh Besides that, um, thank you for listening. This has been Alphabet Flight, and may and uh, may Madcap show you how truly meaningless life is. Goodbye. Bye.